Okay, a lot going on in Jerusalem, so I am going to read this, and this will be a great place to anchor for the, tonight. In Psalm 122, David wrote, I was glad when they said to me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Our feet have been standing within your gates, O Jerusalem. I love that. I was glad when they said, let's go to the house of the Lord. Before I understood this psalm, uh, when I was a, a new Christian, I used to read it, and man, I was excited just to go to church, because I knew, because of Jesus, when I got to church inside, just worshiping him was, it was, it was such a blessing I needed, so I was so glad uh, when friends would invite me, or when I would go, I'd invite friends, let's go to the house of the Lord, and now as I understand the Bible better, it has even more meaning, and uh, David wrote this before the temple was built too, by the way. But I was glad when they said to me, let's go into the house of the Lord. Jerusalem, verse 3, is built as a city that is compact together. If you've been to Jerusalem now, it's a city that's compact together. All these 3,000 years later, you look at Jerusalem, you're like, wow, it is. A city that's compact together where the tribes go up, the tribes of the Lord, to the testimony of Israel to give thanks to the name of the Lord for the thrones are set there for judgment, the thrones of the house of David. I'm going to tell you this. Uh, this is where the Lord is going to come back and rule and reign in the millennial kingdom. And Jerusalem is the bullseye of all things prophetic. Then, verse 6, David writes, Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. May they prosper who love you. I love that. Peace be within your walls, prosperity within your palaces. For the sake of my brethren and companions, I will now say, peace be within you. Because of the house of the Lord our God, I will seek your good. I look at that, and, and, and uh, Jerusalem is it. Uh, when you look at all of the cities of the world, Jerusalem is, as I mentioned, it's the bullseye. You know that if you're into Bible prophecy. But um, this past week, we have some news. We're going to get into it with our guests in just a few minutes with Don Perkins, but I'm going to set up where we're going so you know. Uh, this comes from one article. This week, this rabbi wrote, Jews and Christian Zionists are rejoicing that President Donald Trump recognized Jerusalem as the capital of the state of Israel. And the capital, the Jewish people established in ancient times. He made his room from a room set with a Christmas backdrop the day before the White House Hanukkah party. All right, so we have that, we have that right? Now check this out. What is the significance of Donald Trump recognizing Jerusalem as the capital of the Jews in Israel? Uh, this is, uh, and Don's got a lot more information on this, but consider this. In Isaiah 62, verse 6, the Bible says, upon your walls, O Jerusalem, I have posted guardians all day and all night. Continuously, continuously, they will never be silent. American law, writes this author, already requires the embassy to move to Jerusalem. Now consider this. Did you know that? In 1995, the Jerusalem Embassy Relocation Act was passed by the 104th Congress by a sweeping vote of 93 to 5 in the Senate. 34 to 37 in the House of Representatives. 18 years ago, Congress passed a law initiating and funding the relocation of the Embassy of the United States in Israel from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem, no later than May 31, 1999. So, how long ago was that, Don? <laughs> Expressing the will of the American people, the act also called for Jerusalem to remain an undivided city. Wow. And for it to be recognized as the capital of the state of Israel. So this is a law. Don's going to get into that law. He has a lot more details on it than I do. We're going to get the significance of that. Now, get this. Also, this is reported just this past week. Archaeologists discover menorah inscribed on early Islamic period coins. This has some Islamic people really upset. You have the Jewish menorah on early Islamic coins. So you've got some issues there. More to talk about. There's this. This comes from Memory TV, which is Mideast Media Research. A Kuwait writer, Abdullah al-Hadlaq, says Israel is a legitimate state, not an occupier. Better look out for his life. 
There was no Palestine. This is Abdullah al-Hadlaq. I mean, to say there was no Palestine? I support Israel-Gulf-U.S. alliance to annihilate Hezbollah. Wow. So I'm thinking he has a um, target on his head. But here's this. And Don, I want you to comment on this in a few minutes, too. You ready? This article says, is Trump eyeing a plan to expand a Palestinian state into Sinai? All right, so let me set this up. We have a lot to talk about. Um, but the, what a lot of people believe is that Donald Trump wants to bring peace to Jerusalem ultimately to divide the land of Jerusalem. Donald Trump has made it clear he's the, he's the negotiator. But you're looking at everything, and right now what has happened is with uh, this recognition of moving the embassy from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem, it hasn't happened yet, but he, he put it into effect that it's going to happen. Um, the world is divided over this decision of Jerusalem, as the world is also attempting to divide Jerusalem. Uh, both of these are very significant, but right now, anti-Semitism has increased radically. Uh, if you were here this morning, uh, I read this this morning to you. Right now. This is something that a friend of mine had texted me. happened in uh, Europe last night. Uh, tonight, Jewish teenagers hide in the basement of the Gothenburg Synagogue after fire bombs are thrown at the building. And then it goes on from there and says other things. So I look at this. Much like what happened with Nazi Germany and Hitler, the night of the broken glass, and uh, all of these events, of this, this event with the synagogue, very similar to the beginning of, of the persecution against the Jews in Europe. Very similar. Uh, if you've been involved in Bible prophecy, you've been hearing about that for quite some time, that this is the direction things are going to go. But uh, with the, the I, I look at the... Uh, the Trump decision this week about moving the embassy from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem has been the catalyst for what is about ready to take place. And Don and I were talking in the back room before that, and with that, um, we're going to get going right now with the prophetic word. Folks, I believe we need to be ready. You think so, Don? Amen. Please welcome our good friend Don Perkins. Tom, it's always an honor to be with you. And, and you too, and you probably thought I was never going to have you come up. Oh, no. I just started talking and talking and talking. I've been known to do that. <laughs> well, it's an honor and a privilege to be with you. It's great to, it's great to have you. You were just here a few weeks ago, too. Had a, had a great time. You're blessed. I'm thinking we should just make you a pastor here because oh, you're here boy. a lot. <laughs> and, uh, well, I'm not going to pay you anything. I'm on the road. <laughs> it's free. It's well. your rewards in heaven. That's true. What do you say? No, okay. okay. Are you ready? We have a lot to talk about. Yes. Here's this one article. I, I love this. Uh, this is um, a prophecy writer. He said, and just the title of his article, I don't have time to go into it because we we're going to get into everything else. He said, the time, my friends, is crazy short. Uh, that was two days before Trump did that. Yes. He wrote that. The time is crazy short. Yes. So I want to get into a few things and then Jerusalem. Don, I want you to comment on these. These are like those, those um, the uh, bullet things, right? Yeah. You're just going to say them, comment on it. San Diego, you are from San Diego, California, I believe. San Diego <laughs> opens giant tent to contain hepatitis outbreak. Now, this is what I read, that uh, it said that this area of San Diego, where the hepatitis outbreak is, where the homeless population is, um, is not going to look the same a year from now. You're going to look at it, it's going to look totally different. And essentially what's taking place is the homeless population in this area are going to be quarantined mm -hmm. within these tents. Hmm. And when we start thinking about that, we think, this is the world that we live in, and this is because of pestilence. Is pestilence significant pestilence, in Bible prophecy? Yes, it is. I mean, Matthew 24, Luke 13, Jesus predicted that in the latter days, pestilence would be a sign of the time. Pestilence are diseases, uh, incurable diseases, some, but truly pestilence is a, is a sign of the time. You know, when we see those things, I mean, especially the outbreaks like that and the epidemics that happen, I mean, it, every, time I, every time I hear about that, I think about those verses. It reminds me that we're living in a, a troublesome world. We're living in a sick world. We're in a world that needs healing. Yeah. And all of those signs that I mentioned many times, even from this pulpit here, 
Uh, all of these indicators point to the only answer, which is Jesus Christ. Amen. I mean, these indicators point to the second coming of our Lord. They, they do. And all of these things, uh, if they're pointing to the second coming of the Lord, which is at the end of the yes, tribulation, yes, yes. how close the rapture must be. Well, I say, if we're seeing signs that point to the second coming, then the rapture is even closer. Yeah. You know, it's like we know that we know that um, we know that Thanksgiving is coming in, in November because we see Christmas commercials in November. Yeah. The Christmas commercials let us know that Thanksgiving is even closer. Yeah, that's you know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. That's a Thanksgiving like the rapture and yes, Christmas like the exactly, second coming. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <That's> great. <laughs> exactly. Um, so here's another article. Jim Carrey, actor Jim Carrey, says the Illuminati is brainwashing children into worshiping Satan. Now let me explain what he said. I read the quotes, <laughs> and I, you know, the Illuminati things, um, there's some real concerns with certain groups that are out there. I wrote right. about them in my other book, my first book, America in the New World Order. I, I detailed factual things about the Illuminati and then the things that are professed out there that, that are all over the place that right. aren't factual, right? Yes. But what he goes on to say is that he, he talks about um, the worship of Satan mm -hmm. within the entertainment industry yes and the attempts to get people to worship satan sure. and he's he's just very matter of fact about it and he says this is very bad this come from jim carrey right who's sometimes kind of crazy well i mean he's in the industry i mean he as far in as the industry. entertainment industry and i mean he has a he has an insight that a lot of people believe that there's something to that you know we know the type of programming that that people are getting today and he's talking about that yeah, in the article. yeah. so kids are watching all types of programs that is definitely pushing them into the occult world. You know, I think I was mentioning here a few weeks ago, I, I did a message here on, uh, on, uh, on Satan. And, uh, you know, in the Old Testament, God warned Israel about letting uh, the, 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 their children play with the kids who worship idols. He said that these, uh, these idol worshipers would teach the children of Israel not to fear God. See, it's something about fearing God. You know, yeah. Satan wants to be feared. So therefore, I mean, a lot of kids today are getting this occultic, uh, teaching, uh, the program they're watching, the, even computer games they're playing, a lot of those computer games are, are, are leading them into the into their cult world. Yeah. You know, and uh, I, I would agree that there's something to that. Now, as you also said in, re in regards to the Illuminati, I mean, there's a lot of stuff out there with the Illuminati. You got to be very, very careful. I mean, there's a lot of conspiracy uh, theories out there. Uh, I warn Christians, don't, don't go off on the deep end, you know, looking behind every rock and, and cracking the earth. Uh, for the Illuminati. Now, we do know that they are there, yeah. uh, but again, you know, God has given us enough in Scripture that we can look at and see to understand that we're living in the end times. Well, this is great. Now that, that you, you're not getting off the deep end. So this happened here on a Sunday night, me, right? All right. And it was, I started laughing when I saw this. Uh, somebody found it. It was on the internet. It was a picture of me teaching Sunday nights, and apparently somewhere in my message, you know, my hands move a lot. I don't know if you ever <laughs> noticed that. I'm not Italian, but my hands move a lot. And um, apparently my hands moved like this at one point, uh -huh. right? Somebody got a snapshot of it off the internet. Oh, boy. And this is great. So they pull up this picture, and it has me and my name, and, I, and there's uh, Kenneth Copeland. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> some others, all these other preachers out there, and they've other ones of various sorts. I'll just say, various sorts. And they've all got their hands like this, right? And I am right in the middle of the thing as this devil Illuminati preacher. I'm laughing at it. I thought it was funny. Yeah. So anyways, um, welcome to That's right, our be world, with, right? You got to be careful with your hands. <laughs> yeah, and you, be careful with your that, hands, man. Do that one more time? Huh? Yeah, one more time. Okay, good. Right. So just Keep the hands open. Are you Four okay palm. with me up here? Four palm, yes. So, now, this is what's going to happen. All these people on the internet right now are going to go, see how he just moved this? See how he did that with my hands? They're freaking out right oh, now. Yeah. They're on the blog right now going, <laughs> I knew he was of the devil. He just cast a spell on everybody in his church. I'm telling you right now, but this is true, right? Yes. But nevertheless, Satan worship is increasing. No doubt. It is part of the last days, yes. too. Yes, yes. I mentioned a few weeks ago in reference to the, 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 the program on, called Lucifer. Uh, when the yeah. devil has his own sitcom, you know when the last days. Yeah, you know what? Sure enough. I mean, yeah. the culture has been inundated with the occult world, you know, and the devil has really uncloaked himself, you know, and that's why I really challenge parents, be very, very careful. I mean, you need to be watching. 
you need to, you need to police the, uh, the kind of games they're playing, especially the role-play games, the computer games that take them deep into the different levels. Uh, some of those levels are designed uh, to take your, take your babies into the cult world. Yeah. They are. Yeah. It, and uh, it's, it's going to only increase. Of course, we have the old worship of the Antichrist right. uh, that comes in the, in the image of the beast, which we're going to get into in just a second mm -hmm. before we get to Jerusalem. Here's another one. California governor, that would be Jerry Brown. Right. <laughs> Got to pray for him. Got to pray know, for him. In Texas and Oklahoma, you yes. know what everybody asks you is, what is your governor doing out there? Right. And right. I don't know. I don't have a clue what he's doing. Yeah. I know he used to smoke I a lot of I get that all, of, pot, all across the country. You know, I did that same thing. So California governor blames devastating wildfires and says the deadly winter infernos will be the new normal. So in Cal Southern California, fires have been out of control. Right. Uh, homes destroyed. Uh, Northern California up in the Napa area was destroyed uh, a couple of months back. So California's been on fire. Yes. Climate change is... The problem you used to call it global warming, didn't right. they? But there's a problem. Well, they had to change the name. They had know. to change the name because not everything was getting warmer. Personally, in my opinion, I believe it's a hoax in that regard. Yeah, it's there, and, and Christians got to be very, very yeah. careful not to buy into that one as well, yeah. uh, because a, a lot of things out there that I mean, even right now, other scientists are disproving it. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, you, you read into our history, just our recent history proves that global warming is not is not true. You know, and uh, there's it's a it's a multi billion dollar industry it is and that's what's fueling industry. it soon to be a especially the scientific industry. community yeah you know uh if if this is not true a lot of scientists will lose their uh tenure you, yeah. you follow me they they, yeah. they would lose it you know grants and different things like that so yeah, yeah. It, it, it's false i don't believe it yeah and, and also uh agenda 2030 which is the u.n policy mm -hmm. uh attempting to bring a, uh, their agenda this particular agenda about by the year 2030, it has climate laws mm -hmm. that will make all of the nations of the world to the climate laws. Right. And it, it's, a, it's a control thing, ultimately, of the masses of the people. And, um, and it fits very well with Bible prophecy, too. You look at it, Romans chapter 1 tells us about the worship of creation. Creature, yeah, creation more than the, uh, the worship of the creature more than the creator. And that's really where we are, you know. Uh, but you Mother know, Earth I, and uh, what really amazed me is that, is that being that it's global warming, certain nations can, can pay a fee and they can produce as much smog as they want. Yeah. See, that, 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 I, I don't understand yeah. that. You know what I mean? Yes. Uh, In fact, well, not only that, but it also seems the United States pays the biggest fee. We pay the biggest fee. And we get penalized the most. We get penalized the most. Um, yeah. Especially San Diego. I mean, we had a, our gas tax went up 12% 12, 12% in San Diego. Uh, I mean, 12 cent on top of already high gas, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so again, I mean, it's a hoax, and I really believe that. Yeah. Now, we should take care of the earth. I mean, God, uh, Adam and Eve, were they were to take care of the planet. Mm -hmm. uh, God wants us to take care of the planet. Right. But you got to understand, you know, God has full control over all the elements of this world. You know what I mean? And, you know, a lot of the hype that these people are talking about really is a major hoax. And uh, Christians got to be very, very careful not to bite of that apple or, or that yeah. fruit, whatever. Yeah. Um, and I, I do believe you can also funny, follow the money trail. Follow the money. And ultimately, follow the, the worship money. of creation yes. will be used to manipulate the people. No doubt about it. Subject to the, them to what is coming with the new world order. Yes. Um, next article. Not sure if you're familiar with this. Uh, Google is summoning the demon, preparing the way towards artificial God mm. led by former software engineer. Um, uh, have you heard about that? In regards to the, uh, the AI, you mean? Yes. Artificial intelligence? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, three of the leading tech giants are really concerned. Uh, the yeah. guy who created Elon uh, Musk, Elon Musk mm -hmm. uh, Bill Gates. Bill Gates, right. Uh, and the other guy, the one in the wheelchair. Um, uh, 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 Hawkins? Hawkins. Hawkins. They are concerned with the technology uh, going past our capability to to comprehend. Now, I'm reminded of what happened in the Tower of Babel. You know, they had such wisdom to build a building because they were trying to reach God, and God allowed their language to be confused, you know. Uh, I do believe that God's going to intervene. That's just my opinion. I believe that God will intervene. I don't think, I don't think that we'll get to a point like the Terminator. Mm -hmm. You know, the Terminator generation, you know, where, where technology is totally taking control of us. I believe we're in the last days. 
Uh, we do know the scripture says that knowledge will increase, so knowledge is increasing. But I believe all these things are indicators of how close we are to the end of the story. Yeah. God will not allow man to have the total answer. God has the, the total answer. Amen. I really believe that. Amen. And with artificial intelligence, just for anybody who's not familiar with it, it is, it, it's heading in the direction. Every, sure. All these Stephen Hawking movies. Yes. Uh, they're all heading this direction of, uh, of help trying to alert the world yes. that these machines will be smarter than us. Yes. They will take over us. Hence, the Terminator world. Yes. And Lewandowski, who, who's, who's the one who's launched this campaign about right. this worship, he is saying he's going to create the God for us to worship, mm -hmm. which is, I mean, th those are his words. And right. you look at that, <laughs> and then you look at the image of the beast right. in Revelation chapter 13. Right. Um, I look at that, and I go, wow. And I also think of the words of Jesus uh, uh, that uh, unless, essentially, unless he intervenes, yes. no one. Yes. would be able to survive. And that is what I believe. I mean, God will intervene. Machines or machines, will, it's just hard to believe machines will take, could take no, over. I don't believe, yeah. I don't believe that God will allow machines to totally yeah. take control of the planet. You know why I know that? Because of Bible prophecy. Bible prophecy gives us a beautiful uh, future for planet Earth. Yeah. You know? But let me ask you this. Do you believe that these machines will be used to a particular limit to control the masses. With the Antichrist itself, I do oh, yeah. believe that as yeah. well. Could very well be. Uh, we do know based on Antichrist, uh, Revelation 13, uh, he instituted the market of beast system. Men would not be able to buy or sell, so technology would have to be involved in that. Yeah. And sure, I mean, I do believe that they would probably use uh, surveillance type uh, things and, you know, uh, even some a AI technology, you know, but, but again, God will intervene. The way these guys are talking, there is no hope. You think about this, when the world is afraid of something, that, that really speaks volumes. And, and that shows you where we are. They because, have no hope. Yeah, the, and as the world, these leaders, yes. the, the brainiacs are saying, we've got a problem. Yes, Which yes. makes me think Jesus is coming soon. Even closer. Yeah. And I, 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 watched a, I watched a program just last night in regards to these three guys, mm -hmm. and as they were talking about the AI technology and their fears, and I was thinking, I'm sitting there thinking, I'm saying, you know, Lord, boy, you are close to come. Uh, I mean, my, my respect, I mean, my response was, it's closer than we think. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. If these guys are afraid of what they are seeing, uh, you know, these guys, they call, they call themselves futurists. In other words, uh, they go beyond where we are today with technology. So they call themselves futurists. And what they see coming is bringing fear to them. Yeah. You know, they have no hope. We have hope in Christ. We have hope in God's word. We can rest in that. And, and again, because they have no hope, yeah. man, they have nothing, nothing to, uh, to put any peace in. In Luke 21, Jesus said, mm -hmm. from the fear and expectation yes. of things coming upon them, yes. men's hearts yes. will fail them. Yes. And they are looking, going, right. this, this doesn't look good. Right. Right. Houston, we have a problem. We have a problem, Houston. And, yeah. and we're creating, and man, it's creating it at but the same see, time. But see, this is one reason why we, the church, especially we that understand the end times, our message needs to be out there. We need to proclaim hope to a world that has no hope. Yeah. We need to point them to the only answer that will give them peace in these troublesome times. Amen. Yeah. And we have hope. We have we hope. Have the oh, yes. Amen. oh, yes. So I was going to read this on communist goals from the naked communists, but we do not have time. All right. <laughs> so it's really fascinating. Yeah. Come back New Year's Eve. <laughs> so with that, let's go to Jerusalem. I want to make sure oh, we man. have time to get there because there's a lot of questions. Yeah. I believe it's significant. You believe it's significant. Oh, yes. You have great answers. There is hope. Yes. And uh, be before we get to Jerusalem, there's a lot of um, pushback that is coming from the Islamic world. Yes. And the UN and also people in America. And with that, I want you to know this. Just visiting uh, Iran alive this past week and understanding there are a lot of people who come from a Muslim background, who right. live in the Mideast, they're coming to faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. So and it, dawn is exciting. You yes. know it. I wish people in America were as hungry yes. for Jesus as they are over in yes. the Mideast. Yes. It, uh, Iranians, Persians, and, and Muslim people, Arab, Arab background, yeah. are coming to faith. And this, is, this article talks about how much joy they have, and they want to celebrate Christmas with Christians. These are Muslim people want to celebrate they know it's about jesus yes they know it's about his birth that's what they want don't you wish people in america had that yeah. amen so i look at that that's exciting so there is so much hope and uh, maybe if we have time i'll be able to read that to you because it's really uplifting 
But Don, here we go. Are you ready? Trump's Jerusalem declaration sparks talk. Are you ready for this? Of a third temple. Yeah, I believe that. That's pretty wild, isn't it? it? It's wild. I mean, uh, and I must commend President Trump. Uh, the first president in our recent past, well, since the law was enacted in uh, November 8, uh, 1995, Jerusalem Embassy Act, he's the first president that actually followed through with it. Amen. That's major. I mean, that's, yeah. that's uh, earth-shaking. Uh, as a matter of fact, you know, it's rippling around the, around the nation, around the world. Around the world. You know, uh, and all he's done, basically, was recognize what we passed into law. And when you read that bill, that bill is so amazing. It talked about King David. Can you read some more of that? I, I only read, read the one part. You have a lot of information on it, this, and I find it absolutely fascinating. And while you are, after you turn there, can you do me a favor? Hand me your National Geographic copy, because i got to bring right. this to, to everybody's <laughs> attention as I soon as that. you are done with All right. that. All right. uh, Don has this. Wait till you hear about this. I encourage you, if you get a chance, uh, go to Google and, and uh, Google the, uh, uh, the law, the Jerusalem Embassy Act. And I would encourage you to read that whole thing. I mean, I went through it, and as I was going through it, I was so amazed at what our lawmakers put in this bill that was actually approved. And again, just one thing, uh, this one down here at the bottom here really, really, really blessed my heart here. Uh, number 17, it says, in 1996, the state of Israel will celebrate th the, the 3,000th anniversary uh, of the Jewish presence in Jerusalem. Listen to this since King David's entry. Now, this is in American law. This is American law. American that law that's recognizing that King David entered into Jerusalem 3,000 years ago. Now, what President Trump has done, I'll be honest with you, it, he, he's, he's changed the game. It, it's, a different, it's a different set of rules. Uh, with America acknowledging uh, uh, Israel's right to Jerusalem being the capital, in essence, Jerusalem is off the peace table. Yeah. You can't negotiate that no. anymore because, because now we have declared that we recognize Jerusalem as Israel's capital. All through this, uh, this bill that was passed, there's so many things that talk about Israel. I mean, it, it just blows me away. Uh, they, they said this. They said, this is number three. They said, uh, the seat of Jerusalem is the seat of Israel's president, parliament, and supreme court. It is the site of numerous government uh, ministries and social and cultural institutions. So they said Jerusalem is the seat of government for, for Israel. Uh, this is American law. American what law. Year, what year was this? This was, uh, this was May. No, this was November 8th, 1995. 95. 95. When it all came. Okay, now with that, we've been hearing yes. that every six months, the, the, the opportunity to move the yes. embassy yes. from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem can be extended, right? Right. So Correct. what's what's up with that? Because obviously since 1995, this has happened. Well, since 1995, every president uh, have moved that, I mean, six months uh, kick, kicking the can down the road. So is it, does it essentially say in this law that uh, in six months and a day, if it's not, if the can isn't kicked down the road, they should then implement it. Has it. To, it has yeah, evidently they okay. have to implement that. So, so what they did uh, on a particular day, they had to have this bill signed, uh, or the or the kicking the can down the road. And for all this, since '95, uh, every president leading up to Donald Trump has kicked the can down the road. Now it's a political thing. Uh, you know, uh, May of this year, uh, uh, UNESCO actually passed a bill removing all rights to Israel to Jerusalem, to the Western Wall. I mean, they're trying to strip Israel uh, from any, uh, any part of the nation of Israel, Jerusalem and everything. Yeah. So uh, what President Trump has done, I mean, listen, this is a game changer. He said that America recognized Israel's right to Jerusalem, which was passed by our Congress. And I, was, and, I mean, it, it's here. Yeah. He's saying this is law, and I'm this recognizing this law. I'm recognizing law. it, and basically it's not going to move anymore. I mean, wow. we're going to move to Jerusalem now. Again, this is major. Uh, this is going to change a lot of things. Uh, yeah. uh, uh, you know, for years we have played the game, uh, you know, with the peace, peace uh, treaties and stuff, you mm -hmm. know, but nothing, nothing ever happened. Uh, when, uh, I think it was uh, Ehud Barak, uh, he, he gave the Palestinians, or Yasser Arafat, Everything that they wanted. This was this was I with remember, Bill Clinton. Yeah, yeah. They gave him everything that Yasser Arafat wanted, and Yasser Arafat walked away from the table. Bill Bill Clinton threw his hands up in the air, and said, "I'm done," you know, because uh, Ehud Barak gave them everything they wanted, 
But Yasser Arafat still would not sign it. And the reason why, because he wants all of it. He don't want just a, just a, a separate state with this. He want all of yeah. all of it. And if Yasser Arafat would have signed that peace treaty, it would have been a death a death uh, a death uh, death knell. Yeah, I mean uh, for him. Yeah, for him. For him. So with that, I mean, yeah, you yeah. read about the Iranians. Text some of these mm -hmm. other articles. We'll get to in a minute. Yes. Speak to it. But the Iranians have made. They haven't kept it a secret. They want to eliminate the Jews yes. completely from the land. Yes. They want them all to be pushed into the sea. And take over the land. Yes. But it's, it's God's land. Now, let me get to Trump for a minute, because you were, you were talking in the back room about, mm -hmm. about Trump, and uh, there's a lot of people who obviously hate him. Yes. What's, what's fascinating is, we were talking, is as things are coming against him, mm -hmm. they keep getting turned back on the people who are out to get him. Yes, uh, yes. And, and I, I find it interesting, and it's not that he's... Um, He's a sinless person. He's right. not Jesus. But He's you look Jesus, at it, right. and you wonder. You brought up some interesting things. You have Harvey Weinstein, who was very much against Trump mm -hmm. before the election. Right. And I remember a lot of it. And then you, you look now what's happened to Harvey Weinstein. You look at mm -hmm. so many different things. For whatever reason, it's just kind of interesting. But you look at, at certain things that God has done mm -hmm. with the nation of Israel. And then you go back into the history of the world. Yes. You have King Cyrus. Right. Who wasn't a, a sinless man? He's right. a Persian king, yeah. but yet he blessed Jerusalem. God rose up Cyrus, yes. so the Jews could go back to their land. Yes. That was what uh, two thousand uh, four hundred years ago, or thereabout, yes. right? Yes. Um, so you have King Cyrus. You have uh, Truman, mm -hmm. in, yes. who recognizes Israel as a nation. So you go back to 1947, 1948. Mm -hmm. That happens with the UN and the Declaration of Israel being a nation. Truman shouldn't have won the election. Right. The, the papers said he didn't. It, it, it was already printed <laughs> yeah. that he that the, the other guy, whoever it was, he ran against one. Dewey, was du it? Dewey. Was I it Dewey? Dewey. Yeah. Oh, that Dewey won. They had to pull all those papers right. Off, right. off the stand. Right. Truman won. He should, never should have won. But God had Truman there for a reason. Had to do with the nation of Israel. Yes. You look at Trump. You brought up some things that you look and you go, a lot of things are not making sense right. at all politically. Yes. Whether you're a Trump supporter or not, you yes. look and you go, what is going on here? And then we have this with Jerusalem. I yes. find it, I, 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 I seriously, Don, I think we live in the most interesting times in the history of the world since Jesus came yes. and ascended to heaven. And I look and go, wow, I, I don't know what else to say, but I can see these things all falling into place. Right. I, I believe it's major. And as we talked in the back back there, I was, I was looking, I said, you know, a lot of these people that have come out against Trump, it seemed to be it's backfiring on them. Now, again, whether you voted for Trump or not, whether you like Trump or not, uh, the scripture says that God raises up a king and he sets down another. God put men in position whom he want. Okay, so now if God put a man in position, then he's God's man. Not that he's perfect. I mean, we didn't elect Jesus. We know that, too. Yeah. But I do believe that, <laughs> that God... Jesus was crucified. That's true. But I believe God put him in office for a reason. I mean, case in point, this, this bill. I mean, this, uh, the, 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 the lifting of this... this uh, you know, six months yeah. kicking down the road uh, can of, of us moving our embassy. Trump, President Trump has done something that no other American president has done since that bill was enacted. To me, that is major. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, oh, oh, yeah. And, and I really believe, I really believe that it, it is under the, the, the auspices of God. I believe God is, God is moving. I say it this way. God is moving major chess pieces on his chessboard. Or puzzle pieces on his on his on his uh, uh, puzzle, yeah. you know. God is putting pieces into place for the end time. This is one reason why, and I must reiterate this. This is why, Pastor, we must pray for those in authority that we might lead a quiet and peaceable life. First Timothy two two. Amen. We must pray for our leader. Amen. Hear me, ladies and gentlemen. We must pray that we might lead a quiet and peaceable life. I mean, the world is in uproar. As a matter of fact, the, um, the U.N. Security Council, uh, I think it was today or either yesterday or whatever, uh, they, they called an emergency meeting because of what Trump did. Mm -hmm. So there was 15 uh, nations that's part of the Security Council. It was 14 against one. 14 nations against the U.S. <coughs> regarding this decision that Trump made. And, and uh, was that the one with Nikki Haley? Nikki, ha Nikki Haley, our, uh, our ambassador to the UN. Wow, I, I would encourage you to go online and listen to her, her speech to the UN. She basically, she basically rebuked 
the UN. She did. She, she really did. No, she's strong. She didn't pull she, any punches. She, she's made no bones about it. She's a believer in the Lord Jesus Christ. Yes. And God has given her a very sharp mind. Yes. And a way yes. to be able to say things that nobody else can say. It's re, it is remarkable days in, in which we live. You showed me something earlier with Zechariah chapter 12. Yes. And uh, so we look at Zechariah chapter 12. Yes. In Jerusalem. Uh, we, know, we know the scripture. Jerusalem becoming a burdensome stone in the world. Uh, the Bible says a cup of trembling to the world. I believe all of this is further, I got to say it, agitating the cup. Further making oh, yeah. the region unstable. Oh, it, yeah. it, you know, there won't be peace with this particular situation. Um, now, President Trump, he wants to bring peace to the Middle East. I've said this before. I do appreciate him, you know, uh, recognizing Jerusalem as Israel's capital. But President Trump cannot bring peace to Jerusalem. That's only reserved for Jesus Christ. Amen. Jesus Christ. That's only reserved for him. And, and again, I mean, I think he can go so far. But I think it's just further yeah. uh, fulfilling the prophecy of Zechariah 12 that Jerusalem would be that cup of trembling. Because these 14, 14 other nations came against the U.S. because he made a decision to follow uh, a law that we had already enacted. A law that's been on our books since 95. Remarkable thing. Yeah. Zechariah chapter 12, what happens to the nations that come against Jerusalem? The, the Bible said that God would judge them. He would destroy them. Those nations that actually tried to stabilize the region. God says he would, he would cut them in pieces or he would tear them in pieces. Uh, they would try to stabilize the cup. They would try to bring peace to the region. See, and our they're trying to bring peace without God is what correct, the problem Correct, correct. It's all my flesh. Yeah. I mean, the UN cannot bring peace. I mean, they've been doing it for all these years and it haven't worked. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, again, that's why we must pray for our leader. We must pray for President Trump. Uh, he can only go so far with what he's doing. Uh, when he begins to literally try to make peace in Israel, it's bad for the nation. Yeah. It's bad for us in America. I really believe that. Jesus will only get that glory. Mm -hmm. Amen. The Antichrist is going to bring about a, a, temporary, false peace, a false peace, a temporary peace. But Psalm 122, pray for the peace of Jerusalem, yes. will not ultimately be fulfilled until, until the millennium. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I love that passage so much. Psalm 122, 6. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. They shall prosper that love thee. When we pray for the peace of Jerusalem, we're literally praying for the millennial reign. We're praying for Messiah, King David, I mean, King, King Jesus to meant. sit on the throne <laughs> of David. Uh, we're literally praying that. When you pray that prayer, you're praying for the soon coming of our Lord. Because yeah. that's the only time Jerusalem, Israel, and the entire world will have a lasting peace. Now, we studied about the Antichrist, and Daniel said that by peace, the Antichrist shall destroy many. When the Antichrist comes on the scene, it will be a temporary peace. Mm -hmm. He's going to bring a temporary peace. But Daniel said, by peace, or this temporary yeah. peace, the Antichrist will destroy many. Right. I mean, it's a, a momentary peace. It's not a lasting peace. It's a deceiving peace. And again, this is what we have with the UN, yeah. you know, trying to bring peace uh, uh, to that region. You can't do it. Right. Well, with, uh, I think it's in Isaiah 14, it appears that the leaders of Israel mm -hmm. enter into the agreement with the Antichrist to avoid a scourge that's coming their way. Mm -hmm. And so we look at things right now, and this... I think, again, we both talked, we both came up with the same thought. What happened with Trump's move the other day was a catalyst. Yes. And I believe, I believe it is going it hit the fast forward button yes. on the last day's events. There's a lot of fast forward buttons that have happened. Mm -hmm. This one's big time. Big And big. what we are going to watch, I'm convinced, anti-Semitism is going to increase mm -hmm. in a way that we have not witnessed before yes. since Nazi Germany. And it's going to become worldwide this time. Yes, yes. And so, so I'm looking at that. However, God's not done with Israel. He's not done, done with the Jews. That's right. There's a, That's lot, right. Of, there's a lot of people that go to church that, that, that say he is. Well, I mean, the whole purpose of uh, what God's going to do with Israel in the future is that he's going to bring salvation to the house of Israel. You know, as Israel goes through the season of great tribulation, as things are being set up now for that, uh, the end result of that season of tests will be salvation to national Israel. Yeah. I mean, all of this is working to God's, Father God's good. Right. And eventually, you know, Israel will come to Christ like we, the church, does. Uh, Israel will acknowledge Christ as their Messiah. Uh, that's, that's based on Scripture. Yeah, in fact, it's, uh, I'll, I'll read this. Um, it's, it's Romans chapter 11. Mm -hmm. uh, it, in, and you keep talking while I'm trying. Is, is Romans, Romans in the, 11? Is it in the New Testament? It's in New no, Testament. kidding. You guys, <laughs> you guys fell for that. People on the internet are right now are going crazy. He doesn't even know where Romans is. 
They will. I mean, people say all kinds of things. Right. Romans chapter 11, mm -hmm. the Apostle Paul writes this. I say that has God cast away his people? Certainly not. God forbid. He's talking about the Jews. For yes. I also am an Israelite of the seed of Abraham of the tribe of, of Benjamin. Benjamin. God has not cast away his people whom he foreknew. He has not. He's talking about the Jewish people, right? Yes. And then you get down to verse 25. Paul writes, I do not desire, brethren, that you should be ignorant mm -hmm. of this mystery. You, you need to know these things, what yes. he's saying. Yes. Uh, lest you should be wise in your own opinion, mm -hmm. which a lot of people are. Yes. They're, they're saying, God is done with Israel. They're wise right. in their own opinion. Right. It'll, the Jews don't have the right to the land. Jerusalem is not a big deal. Get rid of the Jews. We're watching this, the UN, all these things. Mm -hmm. God says, I don't want you to be ignorant. It's a mystery. Lest you should be wise in your own opinion that blindness in part has happened to Israel. Happened to Jews. Yeah. In part. Some Jews season. come to faith in Christ. Yeah. But a lot of them, they cannot see it. And then it says, there's blindness in part to the Jews until the fullness of the Gentiles has come, come in. in. Until that time. Yes. And so all Israel will be saved for yes. a deliverer comes out of Zion. That's what you're saying. Exactly. What I love about it so much, that you guys in Revelation chapter 6, when you get to Revelation chapter 7, you're going to look at the 144,000. Uh, 12,000 of each of the 12 tribes of Israel, they are located inside the tribulation. The scripture says uh, in chapter 14, Revelation, yeah. that they are the first fruits unto God and the wow. Lamb. So if you understand anything about first fruits, first fruits is always the corner first offering that is offered to God for the harvest. The scripture called the 144,000 in the tribulation the first fruits unto God and the Lamb. In other words, they are the tithe of the nation of Israel. Wow. What's going to happen at the end of the tribulation, God's going to receive the blessing of the tithe of, the, of these 144,000. Wow. You're going to have multi-millions of Israelis that's going to acknowledge Jesus Christ as their Messiah. This is, this is, so, this is so exciting. Yes. I mean, because you, you, you think about these things, and I just think that is going to be so incredible. 144,000 Apostle Pauls preaching, oh, preaching the message radical. of the gospel of the Lord Jesus radical. Christ. Getting saved like that. Right now, Don, you know, you go over to Israel and you see, you see these really orthodox Jewish mm -hmm. men. Yes. They're, they're, they're all dressed in black and the all, the whole bit, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, they don't want anything to do with Jesus. No. But, but I look at 144,000, I'm thinking there's a whole lot of them, if not almost all of them, that are going to be coming to faith in Jesus during the tribulation part of the first fruit. Well, see, that's why I believe uh, the end gathering that we're witnessing today of the Jews from all, all over the world, God is populating that land for that 144,000 who will be saved in the tribulation. They're coming back, the Bible says, from yes. the four corners of the world. Amen. You know, the and uh, yes, yes, they're coming back that's to Israel. So exciting. God is preparing the end times. I mean, for us as Christians, we live in some exciting times. You know what I mean? It, it's, it's hard to, to keep up with everything, but let me tell you, it's, it's exciting times. And for us as believers, again, I got to go back to it. God wants to use us to reach the end time harvest. Yeah. A lot of people, I have had so many pastors email me or call me, Brother Perkins, what's the significance of Donald Trump with this peace, you know, with this yeah. uh, Jerusalem thing? And I've been able to share and give them a little more clarity about what's going on. You know, a lot of people have questions. You're going to have people that work with you, coworkers, they want to know what's going on. And you can be able to share things with them biblically that'll give them a little, a little yeah. more insight in, into what's going on. What's the, could you share in three sentences the significance of this? Well, the significance, I've, one of the main significance is that it's going to further cause the cup of trembling uh, in the region. I mean, no doubt about it. Because Jerusalem now has been taken off the negotiating table. So one of them is Zechariah chapter 12, Ze verse Zechariah 3. 12, verse right, uh, 2 and 3. Um, Zechariah's prophecy is so amazing because I really believe that we are literally witnessing that prophecy come to pass before our very eyes. You know, Jerusalem becoming that cup of trembling. Yeah. You think about it. Jerusalem, Israel, this little nation is on the lips of the entire world. It, it, and it happened. Every news cycle, it, something's going it, on Israel. It Israel, happened Jerusalem. overnight. Overnight. And then, and then don't stop at Zechariah chapter 12, verse 2 and 3. Zechariah chapter 12, verse 10. Yes. They will look upon him whom, whom they, they have pierced, pierced. Yes. And they will recognize who the Messiah yes. is. Yes. So that's speaking to the Jews. That's exciting. All of this is leading to Israel's salvation. Amen. And see, but, that's what we got to understand. Yeah. I mean, back to Romans chapter 11. Mm -hmm. yeah. Amen. I love Romans chapter 11. Romans, in that too, Paul even warned the church not to lift up, you know, themselves against Israel in reference to what God has done 
you know, in, in bringing salvation to the Gentiles. You know, this season, this window yeah. for us is going to close. I believe it's going to close at the time of the church age. Once the church age has been taken up, I believe that window is closed. Now, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me rephrase that. Okay. I do believe that Gentiles will be saved in the tribulation, just like Jews are being saved in this dispensation now. Right. Okay, but I do believe that during the tribulation, the, God's main focus is going toward the house of Israel. Uh, that's why, you know, the tribulation is predominantly Jewish. You have temple sacrifices and animal sacrifices. You have, you have uh, temple worship, Sabbath keeping. Uh, you have Jerusalem, you know. Uh, so the, the major part of tribulation is focused toward Israel, although it will affect the entire world. Yeah. And, and uh, Gentiles, I believe Gentiles will be saved. But yes. very similar. It's a flip-flop. Yes, of, I, I do believe that. Blindness in part of Israel that. will be blindness in part of the Gentiles. Now, uh, you, you mentioned... Uh, going back to sacrifice in the temple, yes. and uh, a lot of Jews are excited. Hey, we're going to be able to build the third temple, right? Which we know that there's going to be an altar of worship because the Antichrist is going to command that sacrifice ends. Right. So we know that Second yes. Thessalonians two, uh, Book of Daniel, and so forth. So we know it. Matthew twenty four, the abomination of desolation. Yes. But when, when I I look at these things, Don, it's almost it's almost like got this weird twilight zone kind of feel to it because <laughs> when you look at the time when Jesus was here yes. until until 70 AD mm -hmm. you have um, the Jews are worshiping and the Roman government is in control the Roman right. Empire right right and then also in the time of the Gentiles begins yes we're in an age of grace right Romans 11 the time of the Gentiles is done what yes. happens again the revived Roman Empire is in power, mm -hmm, and the correct. Jews are worshiping again. It, it it's like it, it all goes back to where it was 2,000 years ago. Yes. It's, it's going to pick up. And that it, blindness in part that Paul talked about will lift off of Israel. Yeah, amen. And, and they're going to come to a saving knowledge of, of Jesus. And again, it's going to be amazing. But what we are seeing, we're seeing the, the formation. We're seeing preparation uh, for these things. All the signs, all the indicators point to the time of tribulation and the second coming of Christ. Yeah. So we live in some amazing times. We live in an amazing times. And I do believe the anti-Semitism is going to get far worse. Yes. And it's going to happen really soon. It's yeah. already happening. It's really increased just in the last few days. It's going to get far worse in, in uh, much of the world. Um, in the United States, it's going to increase in the universities because there's still Jews here yes. that God is calling back home. To Israel, uh, yeah. And they're not done yet. He's right. getting them back home. It's going, and he's going to use the persecution against Correct. Jews to do yeah, that. I believe that. I um, believe that. And uh, now here's a few more articles. We're, we're out of time, but we're going to take a few more minutes. Right. You guys good with that? Let's hit that article. This is exciting. We're going to get, yeah, we, which one? We've got to hit that a little bit. We're going to hit that. I'm going to make sure we hit this. All right, all right. So we'll do yeah, these. Yeah. These are super fast. I'll all just right. read the titles. Have you comment when I'm done reading them. All right. Erdogan, the president of Turkey, and Macron, the president of France, agree to press Trump to reverse his Jerusalem recognition they say it's a waste of time, my, my, right? My. So they're, oh, you got to, you know, Erdogan's Further making local. it unstable. Turkey's Erdogan seeks to lead Islamic response on Jerusalem. Mm -hmm. That's not a good response, in case you're wondering. Which they've already, uh, the Islamic world now is declaring uh, East Jerusalem a, a Palestinian state yeah. and that uh, Jerusalem is now their capital. So they're so talking about dividing this. Jerusalem. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's a yeah. split board. I mean, it's it, it is. Yeah. It's, in fact, it's, when you're in Jerusalem, you recognize the you have the Wailing Wall, and then it's split. You have the Temple Mount. Mm -hmm. You man, it is just you're standing there. It's, in, it's, it's the last days. It is. Amen. That's Sum it up. We're, we're in the end time, saints. And, and again, I'm an evangelist, brother. My Jesus heart is, is for the harvest. Amen. And what I'm seeing is getting me so excited. Amen. To go out there and, and evangelize a dying world. Amen. You know, this should be our heartbeat, uh, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, we, we realize, you know, you guys are really blessed here to have a pastor that, that is so keen to the end times. You got to hear me. It keeps your heart uh, re real sensitive to the times. You know, I'm in a lot of churches. They've never heard end time messages. Yeah, ever. Never, ever. Yeah. And therefore, the church, the, the, uh, the church, it looks like it. You know what I mean by that? Yeah. They're not reaching. They, they're not going out to reach a, a lost world because they think they got all the time in the world. We are, we are almost out of time. Pastor. That clock is like one second before midnight. Yes. Um, this says, this last article title I'm going to read, mm -hmm. just because I find it profound, and yes. then we're going to have you close with that National Geographic. Okay. All right? 
Erdogan speaks to Pope Francis over the U.S. Jerusalem move. Mm -hmm. um, I look at that and I think, okay, you have Erdogan again, the president of Turkey, right. to the Pope. The Pope seems to be brought into all things Jerusalem. Right. More than any other Pope I've Catholic, ever heard of A Muslim of with a Catholic. Yeah. You think about it. it, it, it this and he is, you know, a lot of Catholics do not like this Pope. Right. A lot of Protestants love this Pope. Yeah. I find that kind of weird. Yeah. But, um, but I'm watching it, and we have this spiritual movement yeah. taking place. And I am not saying the Pope is the false prophet. Yeah. Just so you know, I, I didn't say that. that. I don't believe but, that. But, but you look at this, and you can see the setup yeah. for what's coming. Yeah. So go ahead. World stage is, is, is set, and we as Christians need to be uh, proclaiming a sound message. Uh, this particular article here, I, I just flew back from Dallas. Uh, uh, your pastor was there as well. And I think I, I taught a message here entitled, false Christ in the last days. And I talked about uh, uh, the most diabolical of all false Christ is false Christ in the media. And I mentioned that every Christmas and every Easter, a lot of times on the, on the newsstands, you're gonna find a cover story about Christ. So I'm coming in the airport, coming back home, and sure enough, uh, National Geographic, listen at this, the real Jesus. What archeology span reveals about his life. And this thing goes on, I mean, they they uh, questioning and posing different things. I just want to read one little thing that they highlighted, and this just blew me away. I mean, they put this in, in, in dark letters, bold letters, and again, as people read this, I mean, it just threw them off. It's right here. It says, might it be possible that Jesus Christ never even existed? That the whole stained glass story is pure invention? Let me tell you something. Every, every time, every time I've gotten these articles, they've, they, they've always uh, tried to paint, uh, present Christ in a negative light or a different light. And, and, I, and I, I tell Christians, be very, very careful about, about when you see Christ in the, in the media, you see Christ, you know, National Geographic, History Channel, especially during these holiday times, uh, when they quote so-called scholars, be very, very careful that you know what they're talking about because again, they, gonna never, they would never present him right. And it's always in search of the real Jesus. Yeah. See, we know the real Jesus. He lives within us. Amen. Uh, the scripture is clear. Archaeology uh, proves who he is. Yeah. The tomb is empty, Pastor. I've been there. Yeah. You've been there. I've been there. It's empty. You know, in the book of Genesis, when the devil tempts Eve, mm -hmm. the, what he does is he casts doubt. Yes. Has God really said that, Eve? Right. And right. that's what National Geographic is doing. Yes. Has, does, has God really said that Jesus existed? Do you have one so, to say the real Satan? Cast, yeah. No. Yeah. The, you know the what? The real Muhammad? <laughs> the real, no, you won't find those. They will never do a cover story like that. Jesus is fair game. The devil only attacks truth. Amen. Truth. That's absolutely right. Yes. That was fabulous. Awesome. Pastor. Thank you, Don. That was fabulous. Thank you. My honor. That was great. Honor. There was too much to cover about current news. Yes. Thank you so much for Fun coming out. Fun, I enjoyed it.